Hey, Podnutsians. Welcome to DDG episode 38, I believe. Door Door Geek does not proclaim to know everything. I also do not proclaim to know nothing. I proclaim to know only the things that I know. Even then, they are open to debate. They are open to open proclamation. It is right now, April 12th, 2020. There are certain things I'm confident of. There are certain things I'm not confident of. I will say this. Right now, at least in the first world, we're experiencing an insane amount of, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it, we are experiencing the highest rate of suicide that we've ever experienced, maybe in the last 30 to 40 years. So I beg everybody to communicate with everybody that you can, who you think might be sensitive to suicide. Um, I've tried to communicate with multiple peoples who I think could be sensitive to it. I have no problem stating I've been late with at least two of those people. Uh, one of them is a guy that I and that we in the populace named Johnny Desire. I'm not going to say his real name, but his tag name was Johnny Desire. And since this whole lockdown situation, he has died via overdose. I personally believe it's because of the unbelievably isolationist methodology that has been pushed forward because of our government. Johnny Desire was a fantastic fella. Such a nice guy. Such a genuine, caring, remarkably, remarkably nice fella. Uh, for him to not be living anymore as of, as of uh, you know, mid-April, April 12th, 2020, um, we, we, as participants on this ecosystem called Earth, are lacking because we now cannot interact with a guy like Giant Desire. Uh, he's not the only person. Um, we have experienced maybe the highest rate of suicide, the highest rate of accidental death, the highest rate of child, what's the word I'm looking for? The highest rate of um, child battery than we've ever witnessed because we're forcing everyone to stay hyper local is the way that I put it. Um, If I knew now what I knew, you know, two or three weeks ago, I would have reached out to Johnny Desire. I would have sat down and I did everything in my power to communicate with him and to make sure he was aware how much he influenced me. Um, I have a picture on my desk from maybe 12 years ago where me and Johnny Desire took a like snapshot um, because he meant that much to me. I really beg everybody. I can't beg everybody enough to stop what you're doing. Stop focusing on incredibly politically correct motives stop what you're doing stop what you're doing stop what you're doing stop what you're doing 
think about somebody you haven't communicated with in three months, six months, two years, six years, 10 years, and communicate with them. Communicate with them in any shape, way, or form that you feel like you can. I honestly don't care if it's Facebook Messenger. I don't care if it's text message. I don't care if it's a phone call. We need to make sure that people we care about completely understand that we care about them. Because if we don't, I I hate to say it, but they are more likely to end their lives. I feel comfortable saying that because I understand where they come from. I understand why somebody could overdose on some kind of drug because they feel like right now they're not being communicated with enough, touched enough, you know, just engaged enough. Um, That's why I I can't say it enough. Stop what you're doing. Stop Stop engaging with the populist things. Stop interchanging with things that tens of thousands of people are engaging with. And stop what you're doing. Hit pause and go back five or ten years and think who in your life was important then. And then try to communicate with them. And I really do say this not to you, the listener. I say this to me. I'm just as guilty as anybody else. I believe that if I were to communicate with Johnny Desire, maybe two or three weeks before he would have overdosed, (laughs) maybe, maybe it could have been something different. I've literally logged in to services like Facebook, which I utterly despise. I despise so much. But I've logged in and I've tried to communicate with people I haven't communicated with for about a decade. Because if me distracting them, if me taking their attention away from any kind of utter disdain and other sadness that they think they're focusing on, if I can distract them for even two or three seconds to say, hello, hi, I'm the nerd that maybe you interacted with every now and then in high school and never got any respect and you never gave me any respect and I never gave you any respect, but maybe, maybe in 2020, we could have some connection that could help both of us. That's what I've tried to do. I don't think I'm better than anybody else. I don't think anybody else out there is better than anybody else. I think everybody out there needs as much help as I need. I think Oh, man, I think I need a lot of, I need a lot of support. I need a lot of help. I feel, God, I hate using the word blessed because I think it's incredibly like a non sequitur. It's not blessed. It's not lucky. Luck doesn't exist. I feel honored. The fact that I wake up every day and I have a 14-year-old and I have an 11-year-old and I have someone born in 1977, who, I can, who is my wife, who I believe does everything in their power to try to make me happy. At the same token, I hope they understand my 
happiness is not important. It really isn't. Because I don't thrive, I don't survive, I don't become stronger off of their happiness. I become happier off of their satisfaction. Every day I wake up, I just want to make my youngest happy, my oldest happy, and my wife happy. Uh, like once a week, I go onto Facebook and I ping a couple people, um, really just trying to engage them enough to where if they need support or they need communication or they need somebody to talk to, I try to make sure that I'm there. Um, otherwise, I lay low because I have my own incredibly, ah, incredibly selfish issues that I don't think I can actually deal with. I try to help my wife and my kids and anybody else in my ecosystem because it distracts me from my own issues. I don't think there could be a time for the rest of my life that I could actually be happy. I do think there's a time in my life when I can communicate with others to make them happy that could help make me more happy. I hope everybody understands what I mean by that. Um, I literally can remember like back to like second or third grade um, in my life, you know, six, seven years old. I can't remember much earlier than that. I don't believe I've ever been happy. I don't think right now I am happy. I don't know if I can perceive right now what could make me happy. But I do think I can help make others happy. Whether it's my youngest kid, whether it's my oldest kid, whether it's my wife, or whether it's a random person I could interact with on the internet. Um, I do think I have the power to make one of them happy. And like the old wrestler term is the rub. I do think I could get the rub to where I could make somebody else happy, thus making me happy. Um, but the actual goal is never to make myself happy because I don't think that's plausibly possible. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think it's an honest thing. I think it's a thing that I have no problem expressing to the larger medium. Um, there's a lot of things I've done in my life that I think have benefited one or two people. I do think there's things in my life I've done that I've benefited a lot of people. I really hope that my blood, my sweat, and my tears benefit my spouse. I really, really, really hope my blood, my sweat, my tears benefit my children. Because every day that I live, it seems to me that it seems to be that my blood, sweat, and tears have absolutely no effect on my own psyche. And it's not a negative thing when I say that. It's a neutral thing when I say that. But I still, every day, get up. I still, every day, try to do 
what I consider to be better than the average man, I still try to do a hell of a lot of work when I get up and log in to my VPN and work from home and connect to servers and try to fix things. I try to do better than the average man because that's all I can ever do. If you think along the same lines, if you desire, God damn, I say that word desire so emphatically right now because of Johnny desire. If you desire to just work better, work harder, work smarter, work more passionate than what you think is the average fella, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at ddg at um, Johnny Desire was one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. And I hate to say, becoming old means I'm only going to every year experience people dying that I have no control over. And it's only going to become worse and worse and worse after year and year and year. And I have to become comfortable with saying, I'm not the one that died. So I have to find comfortable ways in order to honor such, such good people, such honestly good people, such honestly nice people that I could, I, and I expressly consent, I believe are better than me. And I really hope everyone out there should perceive that is not an easy thing to say. Johnny Desire was a better person than me. Johnny Desire was a more compassionate person than me. Johnny Desire was just a nicer guy than Dorothy Keith could ever have been. So I pay homage to him. I, in the morning, wake up and say to myself, self, I strive to be as nice, as good, as polite, as respectable, as pleasant as a person as Johnny Desire tried to be. And he didn't even try. He was just that damn good at it. He really was. Um, This was a complete tangent of a podcast. I'll just say again, thank everyone for their downloads. Thank everyone for their support. Thank everyone for their emails. Thank everyone for their correspondence. Thank everyone for their correspondence. Thank everyone for being a pod nutsing because you have the power. You keep everything moving forward. You are the guiding light on everything that has to be done. I thank you. I'll talk to everyone again real soon. <laughs>